Streaming to the world and beyond. To the world and beyond. You're listening to the Credit Authority Podcast with Rhonda Kulch. Join Rhonda as she gives advice on market updates and predictions in today's economy, setting you on the right path to financial success. It all begins with proper diagnosis, analysis, and personalized planning to achieve credit and financial health and stability. Rhonda interviews the top experts in their fields to find the answers you're looking for. Sit back and relax or take notes. All your questions are about to be answered. Get ready to live your best life with Rhonda Kulch. Welcome back to another episode of the Credit Authority. And once again, so excited that you have chosen to spend your time with me today. Also want to make mention of our sponsor, Equity First. If you have credit or financial concerns, feel free to reach out. Their staff is waiting to answer your questions and offer you a free action plan. You could reach them at 631-714-4822. And with that in mind, we are going to jump to our next guest. We have Jean Marie Pfeiffer. She is not just the owner of Shore to Shore Cleaning, but what I love is that she is a women-owned business and she is a beast. I hear all wonderful things about your organization. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me in. So... You know, there's nothing sexy about saying that we own a cleaning company, right? No. Let's just call it for what it is. <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> it's, it's, dirty, it's dirty business. But what's so, I think, important is that women that may be listening to the show, business women, businessmen that maybe have wives or daughters, it's so important that we support one another. Right. So I think women-owned businesses right now, not only are they on the uprise, but I think that we're gaining a lot of momentum and we're gaining a lot of respect in the industry. So let's start with a couple of questions about you being a women-owned business. Okay. When did you get started? 2015. Okay. What was your why behind getting started? I was working for another woman and she was getting a lot of work coming in that she was turning away. And I found myself with a desire to grow her company that was greater than her desire to grow her company. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll give this a shot for myself. When you took the leap from going from an employee (sighs) to an employer, what was that like for you? Scary. (laughs) I was a single mom with two kids. And I remember my first week I had a, I had transitioned. She was very supportive. She was an amazing woman. She like lent me equipment and gave me direction and all this other stuff. So she was amazing. But then we had a plan the end of the summer. I was going to separate from her and go out on my own. And so come October 9th, I opened the company and I'm no longer employed. And my first three accounts cancel. And I was like, oh, my God, what did I just do? I have no way to go food shopping tonight. Super scary. So when you were in the process of that transition, who did you rely on most to really build out your business model? The other business owners I knew, which were primarily men, actually, Um, people that were starting their own businesses, people who had owned their own businesses for a while. I had a really close friend of mine who had just done the same thing. Like he had worked under his father for so long and split off the same week as me. So we kind of went through it together and we had that support. 
with your type of an industry, where do you get the best return on investment for how you do your marketing or, or how you obtain your clients? Social media. It's the best is social media because it's community groups. It's the product that we deliver to the clients. Um, when they're happy, they talk about it a lot. Um, the majority of the leads that come in are through community groups on Facebook, their neighbors, stuff like that. Um, the next door app, thumbtack app, stuff like that. And, uh, so that's where you spend the money. You get the biggest return because they're looking into the company at that point and they're like, Oh, look at how wonderful they are. So when you started the business in 2015, mm-hmm. you had one, you. Yeah. You've now grown your business. And how many people do you currently employ? About 20. Okay. And you went from having just started, and how many accounts do you think that you have right now? We have a little over 200 reoccurring accounts, like biweekly, monthly cleanings, uh, commercial accounts, stuff like that. But I service maybe 700 accounts a year. When you went from leaving the company that you were with, because they were not focused on the same growth pattern as yourself, and then you found yourself in that growth pattern, how did you handle that transition and what was the scariest part? Taking a deep breath (laughs) and just like (laughs) embracing it and continuing to reach out to people around me. Cause there, I, I did not know business. I knew how to clean a toilet. <laughs> um, there was a point where people were like, it's great that you own a company. I'm like, yeah, if I didn't have to be a boss though, like, but that's the business structure is having to learn how to run a business and how to handle employees and things like that. And something I heard recently, which is, it made a lot of sense to me was like, when you go into the cleaning industry, you're not a cleaning service. Like you are a talent service. Like you are constantly seeking the best talent because cleaning isn't that difficult. It's finding the talent, getting it in and going through that. So utilizing the people around me who have done it before, continuing to build those connections um, and just being willing to admit when I don't know, knowing what I don't know and asking for help. I love that, which is so important because there's nothing worse than pretending that you know the answer to something and then finding out that that mistake may have cost you thousands of dollars for being ignorant, right? Exactly. The dumb tax, right? (laughs) (laughs) The dumb tax. I will will go with that. Now, tell me what it was like. What did you learn about yourself when you stepped into the new role? How much I compare myself to men. Be like, that's what it is. And it's... There's a lot of it had to do with, I'm also the single mom. So I have that aspect of it, right? I have these children where no matter what, like I can't fail. Failure is not an option in my book. I see people start companies. A lot of people go into cleaning and it's like, okay, six months later, you're hiring a new cleaning company because they weren't actually a company. Um, I totally forgot the question. No, just what did you, <laughs> how did, what did you learn about yourself? And you're saying failure is not an option. That failure wasn't an option and that like grit is in me. Um, And that I have that determination, the willingness to do whatever it's going to take and get as uncomfortable as it's as I have to be to do what needs to get done. If you had to think back since inception, when you opened, what do you think your biggest failure was? 
when I couldn't admit I didn't know something. I took on a big project and I had no idea. And I was like, we're going to figure this out. And it was a huge failure, but I learned from it. So at the same time, although it might've been one of my biggest failures, it was one of my biggest learning lessons. I love that. People will say to me all the time, if you can go back, you ever hear this question? If you can go back to your younger self, what would you tell yourself and what would you do different? And it's my answers the same all the time. I would do nothing differently because exactly like you're saying, every failure brought me one step closer to my next level of success. Absolutely. And that's why failure is not an option because even if I don't succeed, it's not a failure. It's a learning lesson. It's an opportunity for growth, an opportunity to do something different. It's experience gained. What do you think your next 24 months is going to look like? I'm hoping to expand the company. Um, I'm plan. I'm working on. It's been brought to me a lot to go into like housekeeping, and not as like I go become a housekeeper. But there's such a high demand in the area for a housekeeping service, which is a huge difference between a cleaning service and a housekeeping service. And what I have found a lot lately is that there's a need for it. It's a little boutique. It's boutique-y, right? Niche-y? Yeah, someone who's going to put your laundry in your drawer, like color-coded, and organize your Tupperware cabinet, and maybe, I don't know, transition the baby's room for you while you're at work one day so you don't have to do that. Those little tasks that just make the day-to-day life easier. I recently have had my company in my house every week. It is the best thing I've ever done. Like... (laughs) Because like we clean. There's five children. It gets cleaned. Otherwise, it would look like a tornado went through. But to have them come in, I was like, hey, my cleaning closet gives me anxiety. Can you tackle that this week? And she did. And it's amazing. Sometimes delegating the tasks goes a long way. And I understand that completely. Myself, I have five kids too. So I have five boys. So not to sound disgusting, <laughs> but, you know, they don't have the same bathroom etiquette. No. Let's just say a female does. So, you know, it's the little things in life that you cherish and bringing in a cleaning company, I believe is probably one of them. So with that in mind, I know that we have had an amazing time having you in today. Again, we are speaking with Jean Marie Pfeiffer from Shore to Shore Cleaning. How do they reach you? Uh, You can give us a call 631-830-2899. 631-830-2899. We are on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us, office at shoreshorecleaning.com. Um, yeah. They'll, they'll find you. Shore to Shore Cleaning. Just put it in your Google search if you need to. So with that in mind, thank you so much for joining us today. And stay tuned. We're bringing on our next guest. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And tell your family and friends about the show. Join us next time for another exciting episode of the Credit Authority Podcast with Rhonda Kulch.